Well, hey there, folks. This is Justin from CartoonSmart.com. Uh, and uh, today's podcast, we're going to talk about importing in an image sequence to Adobe Flash, uh, making some changes to it, and then exporting it right back out again. And let's go ahead and shut off the, all those notifications from LinkedIn. Thanks a lot. Don't even use you guys. All right. So, uh, and by the way, I am joined, as usual, by my co-host, uh, Cleavon. Uh, you're telling me that you don't use LinkedIn? That's one of the world's greatest resources there for finding uh, potential clients to uh, harass. Uh, okay, so that's great, Cleveland. Thanks. Uh, what we're going to do is look at some of the artwork that uh, comes included with your Cartoon Smart subscription, because why not just shamelessly plug that? And uh, upcoming up, coming up this month is... This uh, muscular Viking guy, I, my, my artist labeled this as chibi, which means small. But I think in this case, he's this is a what are those? What's an oxymoron? Like a big big shrimp? That's an oxymoron. Uh, your guess is as good as mine. Uh, yeah, so I don't think it really should be called chibi. This guy's pretty big looking. Uh, but anyway, so what, what we're going to do is we're going to play around with uh, making this guy darker, maybe add a little glow to the side. So kind of really changing um, the fundamentals of the artwork, and that, that could go well if you wanted to, say, do a side-scroller where some levels are darker in a cave or something like that. So uh, let's get to it. Uh, and you said that uh, we're going to be using Adobe Flash. What if you uh, don't have this program? Uh, why'd you bring that up? That doesn't help anybody. You have to, in this particular case, you have to use Adobe. Uh, oh, actually, I'm sorry, Adobe Animate or Adobe Flash works. Um, so they, thank you for <laughs> sidetracking us, but also bringing up a good point that there are two versions of the program now. Okay, so what we want to do is uh, go over here to uh, File Import, and this is important. You uh, is that where the word import comes from? Uh, is it short for important? No. Uh, we want to go to import to stage, and we're gonna find the image sequence. I just uh, <laughs> this is actually our second attempt recording this because I just made the mistake earlier of importing in these frames and just went horribly wrong from there. Uh, the, this was actually the tenth one, but because it's labeled up here at the top, I grabbed it. Let's view by name and then grab the first frame. There we go. Uh, dying underscore zero 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 zero, and it's going to say the file appears to be part of a sequence of images. Do you want to import all of the images in the sequence? Quick, click on yes. Of course, we want to do that, and I've already got the the files um, uh, kind of sized up correctly for the uh, for the source image. I'm going to click OK, and you can see that now we have imported in all these frames. All right, one little issue though is uh, it's a little offset from where our stage is at. We want to basically export out an image that's exactly the same size as what we got, right? Okay, so uh, how do you think uh, we would do that, Cleavon? Oh, well, my first guess would just be that uh, we would go over here and just uh, take our time and just kind of put it up like that and get it all sized in there and just go back to the next frame. Yeah, but uh, that would uh, that would take us a lot of time. So let's go ahead and undo that. We want them all to be in that kind of same exact layout that we brought them in with. And then what we're going to do is click on the Edit Multiple Frames option. So that little button right there. And you get these uh, two little handlebars at the top where you get to pick out exactly what frames uh, on the timeline you want to uh, manipulate. If it's uh, if you have trouble, watch this here. Yeah, if you have trouble with this, kind of moving them around, you might want to move this to somewhere in the middle and then click on it again. Although I see, there we go. So you can see that uh, I, I could pick a, a range from the beginning or the end. And uh, now we've we've got them all. But uh, another little gotcha here is you might start to move them and find that you um, 
are still only moving one of them. What you want to do is go over here to edit and then select all. There we go. That's going to get you all of them. And now we can get them right into place. You might even be able to just put in here zero, zero. There we go. And at this point, we should also consider um, kind of changing the, the way that they look. But, uh, well, here's something of a problem. These are all just bitmaps at this point. Uh, so to be able to use some of the, um, the filters and things like that in Adobe Animate, we, uh, <laughs> you sound condescending when you say that. I am a little bit. I, I'm not a big fan of the name change. But uh, when uh, to do this, we need to make each one of them into a symbol. And unfortunately, we can't just hit F8 and make them all each into a symbol. So here's where we do have to do a little bit of work. So basically, just go through here and as quick as you can. I'd even put uh, put the left hand on the uh, the F8, your other hand on the uh, the greater than symbol, or is that the less one than one? Uh, so you can just kind of thumb through as quick as possible, select each one. You can see how quickly I can do this. Actually, each one is still selected when we go over that frame. So all you really have to do is just get to the next frame, uh, hit F8, and you should be able to make a symbol out of each one of these. The name really does not matter because we're just going to export these back out again. And we're already almost done. Uh, by the way, this kind of looks like the weekend that I had. Actually, I was gone for an entire week. You didn't let me uh, come on the microphone and talk or do anything like that. So I felt like I kind of didn't exist for a little while. And uh, yeah, it felt a little bit like I was just writhing in pain. Sort of like this muscular Viking that, oddly enough, looks almost identical to me. My beard is not as long. Uh, okay, thanks, Cleavon. So we've, uh, I think we've got each one of them. And now we can uh, go back over here to edit multiple frames. Uh, this time, uh, yet again, uh, select all of them. So you just want to go over here to uh, edit. And uh, I already did it with my hotkey, select all. And at this point, we should now be seeing the, the color effect options and more importantly, uh, the filters. I mean, you can do some really nice stuff with the color effect, but I think in this case, we want to uh, mostly deal with our uh, filters. And something you might want to consider doing is actually, even before you start to apply those kind of in mass, is um, take another image, just kind of pull it off to the side here for a moment. Let's put it on another layer. Here we go. And uh, kind of use this as our, our, our initial test copy to, to play around with some of these. So for uh, like I was saying, we could uh, we, we can make them darker. Uh, you could use uh, adjust color over here. And so you can kind of take that down. You might want to take the contrast down just a little bit if you're going to do something like that. Um, and you can even take the saturation all the way down if you were uh, perhaps using him in a black and white film who knows and uh, uh is that how they made black and white films they just took the color and then they took the saturation all the way down no no i don't think they had the color figured out first uh they, they had it was started in black and white and then they added the color down the road that's fascinating did you go to film school or something I did not. Uh, so th now what we want to do is uh, maybe add a glow onto here. So let's uh, actually, no, you know what? I'm sorry, not a glow, a, a drop shadow, which sounds kind of odd, but uh, we're going to make this an inner drop shadow. Let me fold this up so you can kind of get a better idea of what's going on with this. And all right, so there's inner shadow. And at that point, you probably won't be able to tell because it is a, just this uh, dark black shadow. But let's say we put on kind of a, a, a yellowish hue. 
take the distance out some, and then so then now you can start to get the feeling. And you know what? Uh, I, I always like to kind of mock up this stuff with a dark background or at least a, a, a gray background in there, so you, you do get an idea of if you know if this was for like some sort of dark cavern layer, uh, what your filters are going to look like on top of this. So uh, all right, let's uh, we can spin the angle around. Uh, I think that would probably look kind of cool, right? Get a little bit maybe just on top of that shoulder over there. You can even blur this out so you can see that. I uh, can kind of pull that up a little bit. That doesn't, I, I, a lot of times I, I don't think that looks as good on a, a piece of 2D artwork. Uh, so, you know, if you take the blurring all the way down, then it really kind of looks like it's 2D rendered. And then we could take the, the strength down so then it's uh, maybe not so hot. Well, that's just great. Thanks, Grandma, for posting that. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to close down Chrome now so that doesn't happen again. Uh, and then, uh, that wasn't actually my grandma. All right, so let's, uh, how come your grandma doesn't use Facebook? Because she's like 94 or five. Just doesn't, uh, just not on her radar. Okay, so yeah, I'm just kind of now just being a little picky about how this is looking, but uh, maybe get a little bit of the blurring in there. All right, so something like that, and you can kind of just keep stacking um, these these effects on top of each other. You can even copy and paste them. So, for example, let's get cut off. But what you could do is you could go copy selected filter. Uh, so if you wanted to just kind of an easy way to uh, maybe put uh, two of the same filters on there and then just kind of do a little A-B testing, a little, kind of a little marketing term there, right? Oh, I guess, uh, and uh, make one of them invisible so you could just kind of toy around. Or let's try uh, two of them with uh, slightly different colors. And let me make this one kind of like reddish. Uh, now, since this is the same, has the same properties, it's obviously kind of overtaking the other one. But what you could do is you could then pull this one back. And, uh, oh, that almost has, almost has like a 3D effect to it. Look at that. Whoa, weird. Um, as, and something I, I sometimes I would do too is here. Let me. See, I kind of like that yellow. Is make a do exactly what I'm doing here with the red, but just make it black, and then that way you kind of don't lose some of that same that nice uh, kind of black outline that you've that you kind of created the artwork with. And let me um, let's see. Let's just get the distance over here. Set that back up. So if you were to look at this. Go back and kind of zoom in a little bit. Hopefully you can kind of tell what I'm getting at over here. So imagine if this was invisible. I, I, I like the I like the glow, but I don't like that it's kind of, you know, taking out that black line and there's the point that I'm saying. And you could actually probably do a be even better job of, of fixing that by deleting that filter out and then putting in a glow. And again, just making the glow be a uh, inner one. So there you go. You could... Uh, so now it's inner, and then bump this up, bump that up, so you can see. And you lose a little bit of that uh, that glow effect over there, but at least now you get that nice kind of hard line yet again around the edges. And the, oddly enough, the more you bump up the strength, kind of the almost the tighter the the blurring effect gets. And um, I could also which. You get some different effects with the hot, the, the more the quality is, and I think it is probably a good idea to set the quality up. So anyway, we're we're gonna. I'm, this is what happens if you let me be nitpicky on these videos. I'll sit here and play with it forever. But uh, let's see if we can get a little bit of the glow back on the shoulder. All right. So anyway, 
Would we have to do this to every frame? No. And actually, guess what? We can now that we've kind of got this uh, the way that we want it. We can go over here to copy all filters again. It's getting cut off, but it's that second option over there. And then we can go ahead and uh, get rid of that guy. Let's uh, let's make our stage though nice dark color so we can kind of get a sense for this. And yet again, uh, just go over here to edit multiple frames. Let's uh, select them all. Go over here to paste filters. Whoa! Look at that. And then we can kind of back out of that mode and you can see, boom, there he is falling down, looking nice. You could even um, uh, do things like add a drop shadow or a, not a drop shadow, a kind of just a shadow underneath him. So for example, you could take a nice black color over here. Uh, usually if I'm going to put in a shadow, I'll uh, blur it out just a bit on the X axis at least. Set that up to high. Maybe take the uh, the alpha down just slightly. And since he is going to fall down with that drop shadow, one, one thing you could consider doing is hitting F6 over here. Uh, I still end up using these classic tweens a lot in uh, the program. And uh, just so if you just right click and go to classic tween, uh, basically you'll just make it so that uh, we can interpolate this frame over here to this one. So for example, I could move this over. I could scale it out like so. And then you can kind of see that that probably would look pretty good. It's a little hard to tell with that dark background, but um, there we go. Make it a little bit lighter. So you can see how when he falls over, that drop shadow kind of gets taken there with him. Might even ease it out a little bit. So it's kind of like that. Boink. And, uh, and there you go. Now you've got the guy um, uh, toppling over. Uh, you could even add uh, effects to the, him. So for example, let's say we want to do... Um, some sort of something that uh, symbolizes he's getting injured, right? So here we could just uh, take a square, kind of uh, hit the option key if you're using the Mac or the control one, the control key on the PC, and you can just make extra points off that one square. And there we go. You're still not letting me talk that much. And um, why is that? Did you kind of forget how? Uh, did you forget uh, how to make me talk? What are you talking about? I'm not. Uh, you're just. Uh, you're just a guy here in the studio with me. Oh, am I? Okay. All right. Uh, well, hey, maybe I could do the next one then. What do you say? So let me. Uh, so this guy's kind of getting thugged in the head, like somebody threw like a beer can at him. So what you could do is you could maybe hit like X uh, F six to uh, kind of keep the uh, the keyframe party going. That'll make an uh, automatically make another one over here. And and you taught me this trick. What you could do is if you don't feel like drawing this again, just flip it around, right? And then you could rotate it. So, and I used a hotkey there. Uh, that's how good I am at this program. But uh, the, you could go over here to transform, flip horizontally. So watch what happens. See, now it's it does look like you made a totally separate piece of artwork, but it happens to just be that other one that you uh, had before. And then another thing you could do is hold down the option key, or probably on the PC, the control key, and just drag out a copy of the other one, and then hit the Q key, scale it down like that. Look at that stuff right here. Uh, I did get hit by a beer can uh, over the weekend, and it may, I saw exactly what this is right here. It was like these spikes that came out of it, and uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. Uh, but the thing is, though, is I, no, I got no ill will toward anybody because uh, I was actually the one that threw the beer can, and I just kind of was doing like a yeehaw type thing. I tossed it right up in the air, and the thing just came right back down on my head. 
So that's uh, that's another uh, that's uh, something you'd want to watch out for if you ever uh, you know uh, tossing any sort of cane up in the air. It doesn't matter, especially a full one like I did, which uh, doesn't make much sense because uh, you know it's never a good idea to shake up any sort of cane too. All right, so. You know what, Cleavon? Let me just take it back over. All right, so uh, now, yeah, we've got uh, this cool little effect. He's he's kind of gotten hit in the head, and uh, you know, it looked maybe kind of nice as if one of them was a little less spiky, and then one of them was like really spiky, something like this. And of course, these effects you could even put some filters on too. So I'd probably say start a bit smaller than what you got, and then boom, like that. So yikes. And maybe that's a bit much, but uh, there we go. Let's tone it down just a little bit. All right, so uh, if you've got that far, what you can now do is go over here to uh, Export Movie, and you can send all these frames uh, back out again. So it doesn't really matter. I mean, I'm, I'm going to pick I'll make a new folder, and I'll just export them just to kind of prove that this does work. So we'll put in here new frames and uh, create it. So uh, export it. Uh, oh, I don't know. Dying Viking. Uh, Flash is going to, uh, Adobe Animate is going to put in uh, some leading zeros in front of it. That's okay. Uh, but uh, just so you know, that you, uh, what I put in there was the, basically the base name uh, for it. And now i got to go dig around my hard drive for, uh, where did I put that? Oh, Dropbox. Been making some new bundles of our game art to sell in our sister site, gameartpartners.com. Uh, so it ended up just putting it over there. But uh, here we go. Well, maybe at the end of the video, you could show people some of the uh, new bundles that you put together since you uh, have no problem shamelessly mentioning it uh, as you uh, navigate your finder. Yeah, but that wasn't my point. I wasn't trying to do that. Uh, so, yeah, that uh, looks pretty good. Obviously, uh, a, a nice, uh, very high resolution uh, export. And yes, all right. So I guess we are done with the video. And if you did want to check out some of the... Uh, the new uh, the bundles that we're putting together, uh, this one's got 60 characters in it. Look at how beautiful that is. That's a lot of characters. I don't know if I could come up with a game that uses every one of them. Uh, what, uh, what, what would be the case be where you've got... Here, let me just uh, scroll down here for you. Oh, that guy comes with it. Look at him. He looks familiar. Uh, what would be the case where you've got the mech robot and the uh, knights <laughs> fighting each other? <laughs> what game would that be? I, it's just you get a lot of different characters. You can use them in as many games as you want with uh, this uh, this particular bundle. Oh, here's another image over here. Yeah, it would be like, uh, uh, what about this uh, Arabian guy versus the uh, zombie uh, versus the, uh, let's see, the samurai guy. Yeah, I mean, maybe some ideas are kind of coming to me. Oh, they could be all be riding dinosaurs too. That uh, That seems like... That seems like a game that maybe a four or five year old would really, really embrace. <laughs> All right, okay. Well, I get the point, but uh, this is uh, this is a great uh, bundle of um, artwork. Each one of them is animated. Now you have me in pitch mode over here. I'm not the one who started it. Okay, all right. Well, if you do want to check this out, uh, you know, friend, uh, friend us on uh, or, or like our page on Facebook. It's uh, we got two of them. I should mention it's uh, Cartoon Smart. No, I'm sorry. It's uh, way to go. You're really blowing it. It's uh, Facebook.com/slash Cartoon Smart Fans. That's our that's our uh, Facebook page. Are you telling me that you couldn't get uh, Facebook.com/slash Cartoon Smart? 
Yeah, apparently somebody else grabbed it. And then uh, Facebook.com slash Game Art Partners is the other one. Oh, good good thing. Uh, good thing nobody took that one out from under you, huh? <laughs> All right. So thanks for joining me yet again, Cleavon. And uh, come back soon for another Cartoon Smart video tutorial podcast. Why are you doing that? I don't know. I just thought I'd try it. No, that's terrible. All right. Bye.